Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Bipolar DM. I am your host, Jason. This is an irregular podcast about mental illness, Dungeons and Dragons, and indie writing. What do all three of these topics have in common? They're all aspects of my mental illness. I have upgraded some of my equipment so my sound quality may be up and down while I figure out the sound and recordings. Previous episodes, as well as my blog and resources, can be found at www.thebipolardm.com. The resources there contained include topics for mental illness, Dungeons and Dragons, and indie writing. I want to take this moment and congratulate myself for getting out more than two episodes in a month so far. I upgraded from a used laptop to an iPad 6th generation. I found some good editing software and an adapter for my microphone, and I have a pretty good platform now to produce this podcast. I still type my script out with a manual typewriter, which having no correcting capability besides using whiteout, I'm forced to type on even even if I am making mistakes along the way. Using a manual typewriter forces me to keep writing even if my writing is really bad. In news and noteworthy today, we are anxiously anticipating the release of the final Star Wars movie, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, which brings to the end the Skywalker saga. I can't wait to go see this in the theater. I normally don't go to the movies, mostly because of the cost. Tickets, popcorn, drinks, and candy, and I'm looking at $25 or more just to see a movie only just for me. But times times four kids, and it's unbelievably expensive to go see a single movie. But Star Wars is, I want to experience the last movie on the big screen. It's the way the movies were meant to be seen. I don't plan to go see, uh, go see movies on this premiere weekend instead i plan on going a week or two after it comes out in all honesty it really doesn't save me any money but doing it either way but it does save me uh sanity In my bipolar life, I'm going to be discussing inpatient treatment in the psych ward. Reasons to admit to the psych ward generally are safety concerns, whether that is suicide ideation or homicidal ideation, whether you want to hurt yourself or hurt somebody else. Safety is the primary concern. Also, if the patient is presenting themselves as unable to mentally cope with reality, such as having a psychotic break of some kind, Uh, Typically also is a good reason to admit somebody into the psych ward. 
whatever the reasons that you, you present yourself to the emergency room for, the process generally goes the same, although they can change up a little bit depending on what facility you're at. What you can expect is first to be physically cleared by a doctor at the emergency room. This is first to rule out any medical or underlying causes that could be causing your psychiatric problems, such as a transient ischemic attack or a bad interaction with uh, drugs or alcohol. So you need to get that physically cleared to make sure that you do not have anything going on with you before you're sent to a psych ward. Next, after you're physically cleared and gone through blood work and all that, you uh, then have your psych consults. And uh, that's when the psychiatrist on duty will come down. Uh, they will look at your presenting signs and symptoms, fill your complaints, also look at your past history, and, uh, and then also determine whether or not beds are available to, uh, to have you admitted. Now, no matter where you're going to be transferred to, it's very likely you're not going to be at the very same facility that you presented yourself to. Most emergency rooms or hospitals don't have a secured psychiatric facility, and so you'll probably be admitted in a neighboring county or neighboring hospital or institution uh, for your treatment. No matter where you're transferred to, uh, one thing that will be the same is, is paperwork, paperwork, paperwork. You will be doing a lot of paperwork over the next couple hours as you are being shuffled around and being processed and gone through intake. Your personal belongings are going to be searched. Uh, that's including uh, what's on you personally as well. Uh, usually, typically, a full strip search is what's done. To, to make sure that the patients do not bring in anything that's contraindicated, banned, or a safety uh, hazard to themselves or to staff or other patients. And so everything you bring is going to be searched, and everything you bring very likely will be secured as well. Uh, don't expect the, to pack a, an overnight bag and have access to it. Uh, especially uh, if it's going to be things that uh, that could be potentially dangerous, such as uh, sharp objects, spiral notebooks, glass, those things like that. Once you've been to uh, done the uh, having everything searched and secured, then you usually assigned your bed, and after that, um, you're you fall into the regular routine of the facility. So depending on what time of day it is when you're admitted and uh, put in, kind of depends on where you fall in on that routine. But generally speaking, a typical routine on a psych ward is you have your morning routine, which is everybody wakes up at the same time, which usually is like around 6 a.m., sometimes 7, kind of depends on, again, the facility. Uh, then you have your morning meeting um, where we go over team assignments, go over who your uh, nurse is for that day, uh, what appointments that you might have, and group appointments as well. Then you're going to, uh, after that, uh, take your morning meds, and then you will go into group, uh, group settings and one-on-one -on -one settings too throughout the day. Uh, have your meals, more group counseling, more one-on-one -on -one counseling, more meds, more classes.
Although I have been on psych facilities where they have almost no classes whatsoever or any kind of facilities for the patients other than one-on-one uh, -on -one counseling uh, just to kind of get through uh, mental triage. Now, uh, one thing also that is going to be very typical in a psych ward is downtime. And you're going to end up with lots and lots of downtime if you're going to be on a psych ward. And when you're not being allowed to bring anything to entertain you or to occupy your time, you're going to be end up occupying a lot of your time with a lot of thoughts that you don't want to have. So be prepared when you come into a psych facility to uh, have a lot of time on your own to think about what's you know, why you're there. Uh, I have never been to prison, never been to jail, never even had a speeding ticket. And so I can't compare what it's like on a psych ward to being in jail. But I can tell you this, um, it's very dehumanizing. You're stripped of everything that makes you who you are as a person. And you're brought down to your most basis, common denominator of what you are as, a, as far as a person goes. And you're no longer a person, but you're a patient. This can be especially distressing if this is the first time that you've been on a psych ward or been in a secure facility whatsoever. So you need to prepare yourself mentally to be kept someplace that you do not want to stay and not able to leave ever and at least for 72 hours and that is a typical stay at a psych facility the only thing that sucks more is trying to get out of one and the process that that goes through with just getting discharged from a psychiatric facility to be released on your own reconnaissance now that's uh, something else altogether to talk about. In this episode of DMing Your Game, I'll discuss more about why I am a dungeon master. Last week, I, or last episode, I discussed some of the reasons why I'm currently not dungeon mastering at the moment, which, you know, mostly has to do with my mental illness. I want to discuss more about why I do dungeon master. And one of the first reasons why I dungeon master is for the psych benefits. I am able to take a break from reality when I play Dungeons and Dragons and to become somebody else. And what is awesome about this game is that I can be anybody else. I can be a PC with same problems as I have, or I could be a player character with a whole different set of problems altogether, or I could be somebody that has no problems whatsoever. Being a dungeon master also gives you the power to create and to destroy, and as a dungeon master, I have that power to create and destroy unlike my real life. Find something in there that you don't like, well, you can just go ahead and out write it out of existence. Have a character that is being a real pain in the ass, you can write a dragon to take care of that person and, and write them out of existence. Dragons can be slayed. 
Um, unlike real life, our dragons, our monsters, our insurmountable beasts that we face up against with, you know, paper uh, shields and, and wooden swords. In Dungeons and Dragons, those creatures can be slayed with a magic missile or a potion of some kind. And also, no problems without a solution. No matter what you're running into in Dungeons and Dragons, there's always a solution that's going to get you out of there, whether it's a magic potion or a magic sword or just a clever riddle. You know, there there is a way out, and there is no problem without a solution in Dungeons and Dragons. So we are given a lot of control over our PC's lives as a character, as a player character. And when we are given so much, we are able to let go of so much more that are that's within us. And that is one of the reasons why I like playing in Dungeons and Dragons. In this episode of the Writer's Corner, we're going to talk about writer's block as not being a physical barrier. Here you are, you are facing the dreaded blank page. Despite word counts, despite having a special set up in your own little corner of the world, and your special drink, you are not being able to write anything whatsoever. Because writer's block the, because the field of battle for writer's block is in the mind, it must be fought on that battlefield. Writer's block is a state of, of a mental state. It is not a state of absolute being. And writer's block can be beaten. Uh, word counts do work. By sitting down and typing a certain number of words, whether they're good words or bad, you've got to get those word counts out. And following up with that, give yourself permission to write badly. That was probably one of the biggest things that helped me the most was giving myself permission to write badly. Not just uh, talking about typing errors and, and grammar or anything like that, but also just bad prose. Uh, I type on a manual typewriter so I don't have to stop and correct myself as I'm going along. And I, by giving myself that permission to write badly, I can drive on and, and write and write and write page after page and be consistent when I write as well. So when you give yourself permission to write, also be consistent when you sit down to write. Uh, be consistent about where you do it, when you do it. Um, you know, habits uh, builds, and, and by building habits with writing, you, you will be able to unlock a lot more of your potential. So be consistent when you sit down and write, Give yourself permission to write badly. Remember, word counts do work. And also, finally, writer's block is just a state of mind. It is not an absolute state of being. Thank you for listening to the Bipolar DM. I am your host, Jason. Again, this is an irregular podcast about Dungeons & Dragons, mental illness, and indie writing. If you have, uh, If you'd like to contact me, you can contact me at the bipolar dm at gmail.com you can also reach my website the bipolar dm.com where you'll find other episodes of my podcast blogs and as well as resources for uh, mental health 
indie writing and Dungeons and Dragons. Thank you again for your tuning in and have a great day. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.